You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, so once again, man, appreciate y'all um pulling up so I won't say and, 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 and showing some love nice. a little bit yeah. on the day like we're doing the baby thing. Obviously, it's been a, a year since I didn't did this before. Last time we did it, I mean, you know, it was actually, we didn't do, we kind of linked up. We was in the city having some drinks, doing some diapers. For those of y'all who threw something on some diapers, appreciate that. If you didn't, it's cool too. Showing your face, being part of the community is always a good thing. But like I said before, you know, we always do the podcasting thing. So I thought it'd be good to give our listeners a little, a little look in at some of the things we talking about. And, you know, the first thing, you know what I'm saying? If, if we did this episode and the recording came out bad, you know what that'll do? Shit, that'll burn my boot at, man. Like, let me tell you some things that burn my boot at this week, man. The first thing that burns my boot at this week is trying to figure out where all these kids gonna sit in the car. Now, I'm gonna start with Dre. I'm gonna throw that to you because me and you didn't have this conversation, but I need I need some guidance because you know I'm gonna have three now. So I need yeah. another two, two car seats. Talk to me. Big dog. All right. So basically, you know, when you, when you go from two to three, a lot of the structures got to change. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, the house might be too small. You ain't got a certain number of bedrooms. So as far as the car, we went to the seven-seater. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's a Buick Enclave. We got the two, you know, you got the two front seats, then you got the two captain chairs in the second row, and you got the bench seat in the back. Now, the reason that we opted for the two captain seats in the second row when you're tossing them two of the car seats, you know, because our oldest is kind of an adult now. So we got two car seats. We want to put those two car seats in that middle row so that you ain't got to move the car seats. You know what I'm saying? If you had a, if you had a bench seat on that second row, it'd be a lot more complicated. You would probably have to put the car seats in the, in the back where the babies don't want to be because that's too far from the parents. You know what I'm saying? So logistically, it kind of made more sense. But you do sacrifice one seat. Now, if your kids are, you know, about the same age, maybe they can all three rock in the back together. But long story short, you, you're probably going to have to go to a bigger vehicle. And, you know, it is what it is. What it is. I mean, Ron, I know you had two back to back yourself. How you handled that situation? Yeah, man, uh, two back to back. That was a real one, man. I had to figure out that that uh, whole car seat situation, man. So we had to actually downscale those car seats because them bad boys get a little heavy after a while, especially transferring from car to car. Uh, but yeah, so what we did was uh, we got an SUV, right? And so uh, we go everywhere in that SUV. We don't, we don't go in the car. Cause that car don't have that packing room, you know what I mean. So you you got all that space back there. You ain't gonna be able to pack all the things you need. But uh, that SUV, it works wonders, man. So that's how we handle mm -hmm. it over here. So I guess I guess I'm talking to the, to the people with multiple kids, and then be well, you you another individual. But before I say that, you know, I don't have a um like the biggest concern for me. And I was thinking kind of how Dre thinking. Had the two captain's chairs, had a back seat, had the oldest kid in the back, the two car seats in the middle. Makes a little bit of sense. But when we go places like out of town and you got to pack the pack and play and you got to pack the, the, the your luggage, 
you know, my kicks. I gotta have some. I gotta have some J's in there. And I don't want them to get smashed. Like that's the part that I don't really get. I know beware. You got two, right? Not D Web, B Web. I'm talking to two Webbers, not, yeah, not yeah. Dennis Webber, Brandon Webber. My bad. Bre- oh yeah, that's, that's like my I ain't got no kids. <laughs> nah, that, that's that's my cousin. Uh, nah, man. I think <laughs> you go you, you go literally from man to man to zone coverage. So you're gonna have to get your zone go go get your zone tight. Everybody got a kid, but now it's zone. Hold your zone. And as far as travel, it's the best and worst scenario. It's gonna limit your options, so you get a chance to save a little money. But when you do go, brother, let me tell you, it is this uh, little, I guess this little travel bed. You can throw the little ones in there. You get, you know, double beds and you just make it work. But I think the best thing about uh, traveling is not traveling because it's a headache. And definitely don't go international. Uh, just just a, a word of advice with, with kids because checking formula and all that stuff is not the business. Man. I mean, <laughs> I, that, I don't know how I sell that to my wife, though. Like, we can't go nowhere because she's trying to go everywhere. That's a whole nother question. I mean, most of y'all in here done got, got some kids or something. For, I mean, I, I'm going to be quiet on it. I look. Because it might incriminate me. <laughs> you saying it like, like, it's, like somebody got something they don't know about. No, 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 no. What you just said. That's what you said. No, I just get asked to go places, and I mean, and it, we can't take, we can't say yes to every trip. That's all I'm saying. That, that that's all I'm saying because it feels like a hassle to me too. And that that flying thing, I don't know. Some of y'all got just just like Jason. I know he in the store right now, so I ain't gonna call on you to talk your shit about this. But flying with y'all little kids, what it was like the first time putting them in a flying thing? Because you know what I'm saying, like a flying uh, thing. Another way to put a flying thing is an airplane. But go ahead. <laughs> like B Webb said, uh, uh, that baby formula—they gotta search that shit down, bro. It's like, uh, like they think you might have a bomb in that bitch. <laughs> That's the hard part. And then you gotta hold a baby. Like my child is like one and a half, and she's she's built like a three-year-old, and you gotta hold her or buy buy her a ticket, you know. So it, it just it, it's a little challenging, man. That's it. <laughs> so you so you agree? Don't go nowhere. Uh, you could go somewhere, but not with two. You in a different zone, my nigga. Hey, I was I was saying this before the podcast. I remember. I think I was talking to my little cousin Tim, and I said, "Graham, I said I want to ask them boys at the podcast, you know, and this is another thing that burns my Buddha this week is that." I don't have an experience. I don't have people that I can call on for experience for three kids. Now, Dre, I can holler at you about that. My daddy, I can holler at my daddy about that. But y'all my y'all my, my village. And I can't ask y'all about three children. Like, it's, it burns my boot at. Now, can maybe chime in a little bit, but I don't know. Three changed the, changed the calculus a lot. Like Jay said, if I have one, I can put them, put them on my lap. You know, once we get three, I'm buying other tickets. It feel like a lot. That's all I'm saying. It just it just feel like a lot. So when you went from two to three, Dre, I'm, I'm throwing it back to you. When you went from two to three, how that cranked up the situation? Well, my two to three, uh, you know what I'm saying? So my first two was girls. Uh, so obviously, you know, going for number three, we was looking for the boy. I'm, and I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And a lot of y'all know who I'm talking to. I'm going to get there. Because two, two was already a lot. Two was already a lot. And in my humble opinion, three, 
Too many. Too many. But, you know, we rolled them dice and we got the boys. So, you know, it was like, ah, cool. You know, mission accomplished. But at the same time, you know, like I said, the logistics right now, you know, we're talking about, we, we living in, we in a 2-1. We in the two one. We got five people in our house, one bathroom. We about to throw up a wall to make another bedroom. We talking about you know doing some some other stuff in the back of the house to add another bathroom. I know how that sounds, but he lives in Los Angeles, so the two bedroom, one bathroom house probably costs about two billion dollars. There's you know, it's a lot. It's a lot, and um, fortunately in our situation, you know, my oldest is uh, fifteen. She'll be sixteen uh, next March. Uh, these the, the the two that we kind of did back to back are serving as a bit of uh, how we say birth control. She hates kids, hates built in birth control. My daughter don't want to get married. My daughter want, don't want to handle babies. It's you know, so there are advantages to, to how you structure it and whatnot. Fortunately, that's the way it played out for us. But um, three kids, man, it's it's too many. It's too, it's too much. <laughs> How would you voluntarily do to see yourself? It'll be great at the end, though. I, I hear that's what somebody told me. Well, I mean, you think back to like your grandparents, because I mean, I know all of y'all grandparents probably had more than three kids. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm just gonna assume because I mean, mine had eleven and nine, so I understand the game. Um, you got to put your oldest to work, I suppose. They got, <laughs> they got to be on payroll to be doing some extra stuff. She in the kitchen right now doing dishes. As she should, <laughs> as she should. Um, but let me ask you this, since we're right there, um, are there different expectations that you have? And, and, and discipline is another thing. I'm asking these two questions, two separate things. You could jump on whichever one you want. Q, I'm gonna throw this to you. Is there a different expectation or and or discipline that you think for boys and girls? Because a lot of y'all don't have boys and girls. Some of you guys got girls, some of you guys got boys, some of you got both. But I'm just asking you, what do you think? Do you think you would treat your boy, your girl in a different way, especially discipline and expectations? Q, I'm asking you first. Say that again, because I got a little six-year-old right here in my ear, and I ain't really here. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Do you think you would discipline a little boy different than you discipline your little girl? Yeah, man, you're going to be rough on a little boy, but I got a little girl boy over here, so I got to be tough on her, too. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. It's 2022. Hey, she know what it is. <laughs> so how about expectations? Do you think that like, you know, you want her in sports and you like, man, go to that league? I mean, I don't know. Versus if you had a little boy, you're like, ah, now you got to have that ball in your hand from day one. Well, like, she got the ball in her hand right now. We about to get into boxing real soon. Oh, you, so, you one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey. one of them. hey, I had a girl and going to turn into a little, watch out. <laughs> Look, she's starting already. Look, say hey to everybody. Hey. Hello. What up, Nori? And uh, yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I'm out there doing softball every weekend, so you get the I, I know the vibes, but that's a uh, yeah, just interesting. Ashley, I'm gonna throw it to you. You got a little boy. What you think would be the difference in discipline so and expectation? First off, my son is active. Like he is active. You gotta keep an eye on him like at all times. I don't know how it is with little girls, but it's we went swimming yesterday. I had to get in the water with him. It wasn't no sitting on the side, just chilling out. So yeah, it's, to me, it's an active role. Is it being harder on him? I don't know. I just need to be like there with him all the time. 
Hmm. So, and I mean, I think that's something that you could compare notes with with people, you know, who girl dads, and you know, we could talk about that girl dad thing. I had a whole episode where I talked about we love Kobe and everybody loved Kobe. Um, I, I had a full come to Jesus with Kobe while he was still here. I gave him his flowers while he was still here on social media, podcasts, and everything. I liked Kobe a lot more towards the end of his career. But, you know, when Kobe died, it, it launched this whole girl dad movement where I always, you know, I said it on the podcast. I'll repeat it. I said it. I thought that it was kind of a, you know, I, I, I don't have no boys. So now I'm just going to say, fuck that girl dad, like make it something live that everybody know ain't live. But, but, <laughs> but it might be live. I don't know. The dialogue. Let me ask you about the, the, um, the differences right there. Expectations. You only got a little boy, right? Yeah, I just got a little boy. Okay. So what do you think? You think you would discipline a little girl different or have different expectations? Well, uh, I'm, I'll be on him. Man, I got a Cali kid, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Memphis. I have a California child. Like, <laughs> just vegan. Like, I mean, it's different, man. My kid is grown up like I grew up. I grew up slash country slash city, Memphis. And I picked the switch, man. It don't pick the small switch. That's what I grew up with. Now I got to talk about feelings and <laughs> stuff like that. That's the new thing. Okay. I don't understand. So I guess so it's sounding like it wouldn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. It's just different because of how the age, the time we raising these kids and it makes a difference in that way. And I could, I could rock with that as a thing. I'm going to go back to be well, because you do have a boy and you got a girl. How do you, what do you think about that? Expectations, discipline, the difference, because you can speak to what happens in your household. Expectations are the same, bro. Um, they, they're the same. You're expected to, you know, be a productive citizen, think of yourself as a part of the world. You know what I mean? So the expectations are the same, but the discipline is different. I mean, you know, you got a preteen daughter that's, you know, that, that ain't flow could visit any day now. Yeah, you can think twice about the way that you discipline because you you might get that work right back, man. Them hormones ain't no joke. Mm. So you know, in, in all in all seriousness, I think you know it's just it's, it's getting to the getting to the same standard. Because I mean, look at look at Cheryl and Reggie Miller. Cheryl Miller was better than Reggie in basketball, but they both ended up pro. You know what I mean? So the expectations are the same. But the way I'm gonna go about it, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be harder or different on my son than I would be my daughter. But at the same time, I think sometimes. There's a lot of, you know, daddy's little girl that get that way. Nah, I'm going to say no. And you're going to hear no. And that's just what it is. So then that way, the first time, you know, you you start dating this other dude, tell you no, you fall apart. Nah, no. That's just what it is. So I think the expectation is the same. But, man, I, I don't know, man. 2022, different, though. You got different challenges, though, bro. It's the text messages, phone, TikTok accounts, all that, man. I don't. I salute you, brothers, for 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 raising kids in this era because it's different. Yeah, and dialogue. Mean, what know. you mean, little California kid, man? What what you talking? About? <laughs> hey, my kid ain't growing up where you grew up. It he growing up. I'm just saying, man. man no, <laughs> man. no, like he, he he growing up on, on top of the ten. I bring him down the bottom of the ten. Then <laughs> they can get closer to how I grew up. Shoot, they they like to talk and like uh uh-uh, uh I be sitting on little parents. We talk our feelings like oh man, I was getting tapped. Like what is yeah. this? 
I'm gonna let you on this to something. This is just a new reality. I don't understand. I'm gonna let you on to something you said about being tough on your boy, and I'm gonna just put it in this context. You gotta, I think maybe you gotta be tough on your little boy because the world gonna be tough on your little boy, right? He, you, you raising a black man, and I mean, I remember saying this um, before we knew what this second baby was gonna be. That I was like, you know, shit, I want to have another black boy because it's like it's there's a shortage of black fathers who there for black boys. And, you know, I feel like I'm uniquely or not necessarily uniquely, but I'm, I feel like that's that's a purpose that I have to raise black men. And I think that that's I, I've done it as a teacher. I've done it as a coach. I've done it as, in other capacities. And, you know, what I'm saying putting that energy into your own kids is like a thing. But I love that idea that, you know, you got to be you got to understand what the world and prepare for the world is kind of a, a, a bigger idea. There. And I think that, you know, everybody kind of kind of doing that in one way or the other. But. I talked a little bit about girl dad. Let me swing this back to a girl dad and ask you this, Ron. And I'm going to ask you this, Jay Harry. And I'm going to ask you this, Q. You're going to keep trying? Is that the idea? I mean, I know girl dad. I know your girl dad. You wear your girl dad t-shirt. That's what's up. They make those. Amazon, they did for the low. <laughs> but do you feel like you got to keep trying for a little boy? One and done. <laughs> <laughs> one and Man, done. Kentucky, one and done. That's what you say now. Look, bro, I, I, I want that third, man. I'm trying to be like my man over here, man. I'm trying to get that boy, man. I need I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going I'm to have to try. Trying to get that minivan. <laughs> hey, nah, I ain't going minivan. That three-year-old. I to go suburban. <laughs> that three-year-old. I can't jump in no minivan. But if I do, it's going to be a cold-ass minivan. You hear mm. me? Is it- I'm good, man. Give me, give me uh two, three more girls, man. I'm straight. There he go. He, but he, but if you listen to Jay Harry, he's been on that since college. He's been on them girls' side, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I like that girl love, man. <laughs> hey, you right. girls gonna take care of you. You boys yeah. gonna leave us out high and dry. Cause he want to be king. He want to be King Richard over there. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, I went Harry though, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that girl that love, bro, that's a whole nother ball game. You know, they, they want to come home, give you hugs, give you they give you all the kisses, but you might have a bad day at work, boy. You see them girls running up to you. Oh, that's love. Mm. Make you change your whole mood. <laughs> well, like I said, I I could I could see where you're going there, but to me, I heard like one of my partners, um, Officer Friendly, I ain't gonna say his name, but y'all know officers, some of y'all know Officer Friendly. He got remarried recently and he hit me up yesterday like about a, uh, a baby shower he having. And we was hooping and I said, hey, I say, friendly. I say, you, um, you, you, y'all know what it is yet? And he like, yeah, man, it's another, it's another little girl. So he had two girls from his like first relate. Now you got another girl, so you got three. And I'm like, shit, that, that's it? He said, nah, I'm gonna go ahead on and try again. <laughs> I said, damn. I said, you going for it again? You going for fuck? Dre, you over here talking about rolling the dice. Man, that's an expensive dice to be rolling. That's more expensive than anything you could do in Vegas. <laughs> yes, yeah, at, at, at three, man, at, at, at three, four, I, I might, be, might be tapping out. You, because, you know, it's, it's what you shooting. Like, it's what you shooting. We hit. So, you know, if you, if you shot up in more than one party and all girls then came out, you might just be destined to be rolling with girls. And, you know, that's, that could be a good thing. Like they say, you know, as you get older, them girls are going to take care of Papa. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying your, your sons are gonna go out into the world and and, and latch on and find a family, mm. you know. And I mean, we'll still we, we still are of service to our parents, obviously, but for the most part, you know, the your daughter is gonna move you into her house with her husband when you get old. Your son probably not. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's I always used to say this thing about like people like Rev Run, like when he had that show um, Run's House and he had all them cheering. I used to say, man. That's the person who need to have five and six and JoJo and and and, and Rusty and all of because when you got money like that, Philip Rivers, that's who need to have all the babies. You know what I'm saying? When you got a bag, then have all the babies. But if you ain't got the bag, <laughs> you probably should relax. You're just not gonna say Nick Cannon and all this. Well, yeah. Well, Nick Cannon, that's a whole. We're well, gonna roll through that without mentioning Nick. Let's, Cannon. Let's, hey man, we had an adult. We had a we had a male baby shower, so let's run it. Let's say Nick Cannon. Great great topic. Let me ask you this. Lil Wayne once said, I wish I could every girl in the world. I wish I could every girl in the world. He said that. That's the thing, right? At some point, I think African kings back in, in Mansa Musa now, they used to have thousands of babies with different harems and the whatever. Is it some part of you that look at somebody like, like, like Nick Cannon and like that Netflix documentary, the um, Our Father, the, the, the fertility clinic dude who was getting everybody pregnant? To be like, damn, I wonder what they will, I wonder what my kids would be with a whole bunch of this might not go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what this is like, before child support, so that none of that counts. Yep. Mansa Musa yep. was the richest man in the world, and they had them course they had today. Mansa Musa would not be the richest man in the world. <laughs> so this before child support, bro. So that that's a that's 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 B that's B B uh B C. Okay, okay. Before child support. BCS. Before child support. <laughs> That's the BCS. And we finished with the BCS. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, oh, so nobody's biting on that one. Nobody's going to oh, say no. <laughs> I've, been, I've been posting that on Facebook, man. I think Nick is going for the goal. It was between him and Future. And he's past and Boosie? Like, and and B- Boosie, no, nah, he the past Boosie, Chip, and Young Boy. Uh, Kim? Sean Kim don't get a mention? Sean sure, Kemp got a lot of kids, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, he like, got a lot of like, kids. I feel like, like um, Antonio Cromartie had a bag, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, man listen. Anything, I don't you know got that. It kind of irresponsible to me. You got double digits? But, I mean, but then, like, I mean, also, man, I have to bring it back home. I, I have 14 nieces and nephews. One of my brothers had 11, 12 kids. He lost one. So it's 12 children. So yeah, country boys is different. Like country Wayne, country Wayne got 11. So I think Nick just trying to step up to the bat, trying to get that goal. <laughs> He's trying to get the goal. He, he wilding out for real. <laughs> Could I? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Nope. 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 The reason I could rock with, with like those high digits is because I don't feel like I would be able to have a substantial effect on that many kids. Like even if even if I had if I had ten kids in my house, like the first five probably gonna get you know they they fair share them last five. I'm gonna be struggling. What's your name again, little nigga? Like <laughs> it's that's a lot, fam. And so when you spread them out like that, yeah, you could you know Nick Nick got the big bag, but you got ten kids by eight different women. Nigga, like, how many Christmases is, your, is everybody gonna come to your house? Like, that's a that's a lot of energy and a lot of time to spread. And I just I would feel like I was cheating 
you know what I'm saying, kind of cheating the kid out of the experience of having a full-on father. But that's just me. Like, I don't feel like I would be able to spread that kind of energy. Oh, I just want to add, Dre Height, um, he has, uh, rest in peace, Kevin Samuel, he has high-value baby mamas, too. Just throwing that out there. So, you know, if he get a little lax on one of them, man, you got Mariah in it. Like, Mariah, like, those kids go to Mariah's house, you think she ain't going to we belong together. Like, I mean, come on, man. He got high value baby mamas. Not like them ratchet ones I got. Nah, more hey, look, like the ones Mariah right already here. said the mother of the kids can't come to her kid baby uh birthdays. Man, she flies she like a mother. <laughs> she flies well, like here's, a mother. Here's a question though. Do, do it matter that it's different women or does it matter the amount of kids? I think it matters that it's different women because mm -hmm. the original point I was saying is like the every girl in the world. I, I think a part of somebody like Nick Cannon just want to see what his cheering gonna look like with different people. Like, I'm, if y'all watch that Netflix documentary, wildest shit ever, matter of fact, the, the Our Father shit, that boy was at a fertility clinic putting his own his own uh, bus in people, cutting like, like as they was coming to thinking they was getting their husband or thinking they was getting a random donor, that man was like, you're gonna get that me and you're gonna love it. And then, so, so, so the whole little community got at least 92, of his children in the in and they all found out this nigga shit his scam would have went on forever but when that 23 and me came out they all start going in there ping 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 you got 91 brothers what <laughs> but i think a part of it psychologically is i want to see and to answer your question um brandon that I, they want to see what it's like with different people I, it gotta be like Nick Cannon, because otherwise he would have the 10 with the same woman. Or maybe it's the volume. I could get them out quick if I'm doing it with different women. Mm -hmm. You're trying to scale? This ain't a business. You can't bring it to scale. Hey, bro, that's irresponsible. I don't care if you got the bag or not. And there's no judgment. But I think I think multiple? Come on, man. That's that's a lot. To Dre High's point, come on. You're not, you, you're not even remembering kids' names. And I got a homeboy. He, he worked in corporate America. He got nine in his day and age. John and K plus eight and one. So, like, they just they just don't believe in, you know, putting a goalie in front of the net. They say, hey, look, if we, if we, if it's stoppage time, we going for it. But it's the same wife. It's the same woman. And we had this conversation because he got a whole sprinter van a whole Sprinter van and a Suburban, just when they go out to eat. They can't fit nine kids. It's 11 people at one time. So I'm like, bro, if you could afford it and you could take care of it, cool. Me? Like, I, I forget names, birthdays, what they like, shoe size, all kind of stuff, right? It, that's just, that's, that's not a work. I can't do it. If you go to like a little hood chicken uh, with your taxes, though, I feel like you could get nine hundred thousand a year with 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 nine kids, though. Like I know some girls in Iberia get you at least a quarter million for nine kids. <laughs> the queue, like I know, one. <laughs> I know one right. I know one right in the dead end, right off the MLK. I, I know some. I know somebody right now. Oh um, no! And I, you talk about irresponsible, but I think. There's also this level of expectation, and this is a deeper philosophical conversation, so we don't have to get to that. But I think it's a level of uh, immaturity or maybe not having a touch on reality for somebody like Nick Cannon, because he probably believes 
that he and maybe let me let me let me say that it, I don't know if it's the truth or not, but he probably believes that he would be the quote unquote father and the man of the house in all of those situations with all of those different children. When you having all these kids with all these different women, a part of you got to understand that man. I ain't like how they being raised is not might not be up to me at some point. Like if you having these kids with all these different women, like they're not about to sit over here and be like Nick Cannon get a say so after. He might just end up being a child support, like paying child support. I'm, I don't. That's always a concern, right? That I don't know where that's going, but you know, y'all standing got the bag, so maybe that'll, um, <laughs> maybe that'll alleviate some of those things. Um, I don't have much more. Like I said, I was. I, that's all of the. I've exhausted all of the questions that I had on there, and I mean, this is most of the things that I had. Ash, I don't know. Nothing came up as an organic big three. Yeah, I got a top three. Big three. Three, three, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big three, come on. Three, big three. Yeah, three, yeah, 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 yeah. Three, three. Now that's the magic. What's the, uh, what do you, we could say, what's the worst eight names <laughs> that you can name your child? A big three most garbage A names that you can name each other. Okay. It don't have to be three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can give me one. If we do one across the board, then we'll get. And look, Dre, Dre cut off his thing because I know him. He probably didn't pull up a little thing. A names for boys. And let me find (laughs) Algernon, nigga. Algernon. Oh, I know what to do. Because I know what y'all gonna do. Y'all gonna start naming people y'all know that (laughs) y'all. Oh yeah, I don't I don't like that nigga. Yeah, uh, Alphonse, how about that? <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's funny. Everybody ain't got that 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 requires some off the dome that I don't think, you know, think boys coming with for this morning. But now nah, I'm I was looking at some African shit. I was going I was thinking about calling them a day a d e, but then she was like. I don't want it to sound Nigerian. And then them Nigerians going to be asking you, is his name Adesole, Adebole? And then you're going to have to feel like you, your child got some some Nigerian ties. And we, we don't want that. So, man, you better, you better use what you can use. I'll I be all that out there. Hey, yeah. Have them look code switching just like everybody else do. Yes. Yeah, I got a little African child. Shit. Not in Houston, mm-hmm. no man. The boys got a bad rep. The boys got Nigerians got no hey Jay. Let me let me let me bust your head right quick. When I was in South Africa <laughs> last week, you know what I'm saying? Hold up. When I was in South Africa last week doing some international speak. Let me hold up. When I was internationally, since I'm an internationally renowned speaker who was in South Africa given an opportunity to speak Africans. All right. You know what I'm saying? When I was out there, they we was passing through a little neighborhood and the dude said, Yeah. Um, people always like they they look at this as a rundown neighborhood or like that is dangerous. He said because a whole bunch of people moved in and immigrated here, and this is in South Africa. And he said they just all call them the Nigerians because Nigerians got a bad rep for being for coming. I was like, damn, Nigerians out here everywhere across the globe. They got that rep for being out here scamming <laughs> and doing dirt. I don't know how it is in Cali, but yeah, they got a rep in Houston. Put it like that. Hey, the 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 stepdad, yeah. I used to have those discussions about my, my little connections in Atlanta. He'd get mad. What are you mm-hmm. talking about, nigga? I'm like, man, y'all scamming, bro. 
no, no, no. Those are not the brothers of mine. I'm like, nah, they brothers of yours, dog. Yeah. If I got to mm -hmm. take all the, the scamming and the shooting the misses, you got to take that scamming. Because y'all be getting the bag. Tell them girls, you're African queens. Let's get them married. Busting their heads and taking their 401ks. Boy, wilding. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is their brothers. Like B-Web and um, Ron, that's y'all whole fraternity. Is 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 them Nigerians? They just scammed oh! y'all out your fraternity. Hold on, hold on. That's the way. That is y'all out your letters. That's funny. That is uh, that's hilarious. But uh, <laughs> hey, if I don't pay the dues, are the dues paid? Okay then. That's the all that matter. <laughs> I am in the first fraternity than you. I am in the first. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you but do do we count the Zetas because it's a lot of Zetas? Because I know y'all constitutionally linked. So do we count? I, 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 I just ask it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Y'all wild, Listen, listen. <laughs> they do. I'm just saying you 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 threw it out there. But I nah, I think, I uh, <laughs> here here I don't know, man. I I think uh, I don't know Houston. But y'all got to go deeper. And this this my whole thing. Me and Dialogue then talked hours about this. Are we that much different? And why? Like, why do we see our, ourselves a part of a difference in Nigeria? I mean, we can go to the pathology of it. But really, if, you know, you know Nigerians, you're able to spend time with them, depending on they, you know, they whatever tribe they're from, a lot of our customs are the same. Mm -hmm. A lot of things we do the same. So why do we see ourselves apart from them? All jokes aside. No, I, I, I agree. Oh, and man, I'm ready to jump own. in now. No, no, I, I agree. Tell you. I, think that, I think when I went to Africa last week, I, and I'm, I'm not going to keep saying that, but I did, and I felt like I felt a... a man, keep flexing on y'all, man. I went to Africa. This part, keep, that keep wasn't going. a flex. That's just Pay coming attention. back to say, I felt a different affinity towards the people having, like, talking to the people and interacting, and I realized the struggle of Black people is the same everywhere. And South African people... More, particularly because of apartheid and you know the stuff that they went through and a, as a culture and how you know they still looked at over there as like second class citizens and shit like that but they so rooted with they I had a big talk with one of the guys about about Black Panther and how niggas out here in the states look at Killmonger as like shit what's wrong with what he doing man he trying to take back some shit he don't know his heritage and he and they like King T'Challa was the and we was having a real conversation about what it means to have the African-American experience and not knowing our heritage in that way. So you're right. A lot of, they have a, ties to stuff that we do, but a lot of times we don't even know we get it from them. And, but the bigger, the biggest takeaway is that Africa is so big that I could, I could dislike Nigerians. Now I don't dislike Nigerians. Let me put it like that. But I could talk shit about Nigerians and still have a, a whole continent worth of Kenyans and, and goddamn people from Mozambique and Tanzania and, and everywhere else with West African traditions and, um, I'm sorry, East African traditions and South African traditions in Algeria and we could, and still have an affinity towards whatever without saying I want to have my child named after African. A Nigerian <laughs> is what I meant. A Nigerian, a Nigerian. <laughs> I, 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 I said that whole shit that I just played Africa at the end. What I, Wow. Wow. <laughs> this man wilder, dog. <laughs> I'm from oh, a small town, brother. I didn't even know when we hey, went to Zambia. Do that. <laughs> if you've been to France, bro, I, that's different. 
I'll take Indian. I'll take man. France is different. That's a whole different level of uh, deodorant resistance that I don't fool with. So, I know something do stink. Something do stink. <laughs> that was fucking. Was that Jamie Fox back in the day? With it? yes, yes. Something do stink. <laughs> It's y'all niggas, but nah, man, it's it's it's, it's different out there. So yeah, I, I mean, I would love to 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 have some traditions that brought over. I don't know about the naming convention, but that's a it's. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be super adverse. I think it's just the connotations of Nigerians in Houston. You got to live with what you know, right? And we could we could bring that back to fraternities. Like, I wouldn't pledge. I might pledge Alpha at some universities that I would have went to. I might have looked around and be like, man, that's the dudes I want to be associated with. You know what I mean? Be well, you went to school with me. You didn't pledge as Xavier. You know what I mean? You know, you want you want to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not gonna make the podcast with you. Know what I'm saying? Like the the, the I, uh, I might not have played Sigma everywhere. They might have been, you know what I mean? But so you could look at it in a whole bunch of different ways, right? Like <laughs> Ah, but hey, uh, we we off topic a bit, man. I said I give y'all boys about half an hour to forty five. I think I got a lot of <laughs> a lot of information here, and I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna save the audio. I'm gonna chop it up, run it through some filters, and and try to get some of this content out because I think it's some good content for the pod this week. And you know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout. Best friend weekend. We'll have a piece of this. Um, drop it on Friday, so y'all boys will get some Memorial Day vibes. If y'all traveling with all them kids, you know what I mean. If y'all try, if you're not, no, do not travel with them children. <laughs> if you're traveling with them cheering, you got something to listen to. If you're chilling at the house, you got something to listen to. But um, until next time, man, y'all have a great weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. Congratulations. And we out. <laughs> I ain't got nothing like to say. I ain't got nothing like to say. So I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? <laughs>